Welcome to episode 60 of the Organic Honey Podcast. I am your host, M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called It's All Relative Reasons, and this is part two of our two-part series. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in to Organic Honey Podcast. The last time we were together, there was part one of this episode called It's All Relative, in which we discussed why your family and friends who are often treated like family do not always support your endeavors. And in that episode, I list a bunch of excuses that your family and friends will make as to why they do not want to be involved in your personal growth and development. So brothers and sisters, if you have not heard that episode yet, please feel free to go back to Organic Honey Podcast. Check out It's All Relative Excuses, which is part one of this series, and listen to those excuses as to what they come up with as to why they do not want to support your endeavors. And then come back here with us for part two reasons. Brothers and sisters, I honestly believe in my whole heart of hearts that Those excuses are based on reasons, and there's a base reason for all of those excuses. Personally, it hurts my feelings to know that you would rather use your energy to come up with a bunch of excuses as to why you will not support versus just saying, hey, MT, I'm not interested. Hey, MT, I don't like it. Hey, MT, I don't find any value in it whatsoever. I would actually respect my family and friends more if they said that than to come up with these lame excuses. I mean, that's just hurtful. And the fact that they took up that much time to do so is sort of like twisted the knife in your gut. And I just do not think that's fair. But brothers and sisters, as we sip and chat on our coffee and our tea and really get into it, I believe there's our reasons for that madness. So today we're going to discuss the reasons for those excuses. Now, Brothers and sisters, for those of you who have been following me along on this journey of podcasting on this show, first of all, I want to say thank you very, very much because you have no idea what it does for my heart that you all allow my heart to flow to your ears each and every week, twice a week. So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And secondly, your support means so much to me. So again, I Thank you. But let's get into some of these reasons. And for those of you who have been following me along for quite some time, you know that I, M.T. Stevenson, love to make a list. And today, brothers and sisters, are no different. So let's get into the list as to the reasons for those lame excuses your family and friends will make as to why they do not or will not support your endeavors. I think the main reason as to why they won't is because of jealousy. Pure, downright, unadulterated jealousy. They just do not want to see you win. But it's not because they do not love you or because they just downright don't like you. I mean, I'm sure a few of them may not like you or love you very much. But for the most part, your family and friends who are in your closest circle love you the most. But they don't always want to see you win. And that's because it reminds them that they're not. Yes, let me repeat that again. 
they, your family, friends do not want to see you win because it reminds themselves that they're not. So when they see you promoting your endeavors, putting your all into it, studying for those exams, closing on those homes, it makes them think about why they're not pursuing their dreams. And when they're not pursuing their dreams, they certainly don't want to support you in yours. Because as we all know, brothers and sisters, misery loves company. So they want you to be on that same level with them so they can relate to you. And that way, they don't feel the need to move up in the ranks of their own lives. They have someone right there with them. That way, it will just validate their own basic existences. And when you are actually doing stuff to either pursue God's purpose or improve on your own life or whatever the case may be, they just don't like it. They're jealous. And not in the hateful way, just in a I'm not doing it, so you shouldn't be doing it either kind of way. So that's the main reason as to why your family and friends don't always support your endeavors. Another reason is because it's not about them. I believe that each and every one of us on this planet has some era of narcissism. And we all like ourselves. We all want to look at ourselves. We all want others to talk about us. That's the reason why social media exists in the first place. Or sort of like taking a group photo. You notice, have you ever taken a group photo and you see the photo and the first thing you look at is yourself. You wonder if your hair is looking right. You're wondering if the lighting is good. Gentlemen, you're wondering if you're standing tall and virile. Yeah, because we all have some sense of narcissism. We're all somewhat neurotic. And when you're doing something for you, or for God's purpose, or both, I hope, that means that they have absolutely nothing to do with it. So it's not in their equation. And when it's not in their equation, that means it's not about them. I've heard many of my family members who have listened to a few of my episodes and then later dropped off because they didn't hear themselves in it. Well, everything isn't for everyone. Every episode will not be catered to you. And then when I do episodes, that mentioned the family and how wonderful I think they are. They don't hear that because they're not listening. And that's okay. That is your prerogative. You can do whatever you like. But sometimes, brothers and sisters, when you are doing something really good and you're doing it for yourself or pursuing God's purpose, it has absolutely nothing to do with them. When you are in college and you have to study for those exams, you the one that get that diploma, that degree. Not them. It's not a group thing. And at the end of it, when Judgment Day comes and we all have to go and give an account on everything that we have ever said, it's just you and you alone. So you can't take everybody with you. So they're jealous of you when you don't. And then they resent you if you try to, but you can't because it's not about them. It's crazy, isn't it? It's a cycle web that our mind works sometimes. So yeah, another reason as to why your family and friends do not support your endeavors is because it's not about them. They don't see themselves woven in that fabric, so they do not want to wear the garment. And sometimes that's just what it is. Another reason as to why your family and friends do not support your endeavors is because they think they know you. They think they know you because these are your family members and your friends who you have grown up with or went to school with or whatever the case may be. You consider these friends family and your family has known everything about you. 
They've known you since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. And they have some changed your diapers. Some have burped you. Some have drove you to your first day of school. They were there when you lost your first tooth. Up until you went to the prom, graduated, got married, had kids, and whatever else you've done with your life. Your family thinks that they know you. But all of us do keep an aspect of ourselves away from our families. At least I know I do. My family think they know me inside and out. And I have had instances in my life where they knew absolutely nothing. And then they get mad because they didn't know. <laughs> like example, I once twisted my ankle and I was on crutches for quite some time. I didn't tell anybody because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I was just grateful that I was able to walk yet again. I just let my body heal and I went on about my life. Well, some of my family members did not have uh, exactly the best report with that. They ridiculed me for not telling them and not including them in it. And I'm like, well, you're my family. You're supposed to know these things, right? Because you know me so well. I have a whole nother lifestyle that a lot of my family and friends do not know about. They don't know about what happens behind my closed doors. But your family members always feel that connection to you because you are blood related, because you are so tied with them. So they're always going to be family members that think they know you. But when you're doing something that's against what they know, well, that leaves them for a loop too. So they feel as though that you are ostracizing them out of your life because, well, they knew you. Well, since when did you start eating uh kale chips and chamomile tea and drinking that kind of stuff since when you didn't like that when you was a kid and your family and friends will keep you in that box forever have you ever been to your parents house or your auntie uncle's house whomever the uh older guardian of your household is have you ever been to their house and then they say i made you your favorite things and it's the same things you ate when you was like five i made you that fish stick casserole that you always loved well, I don't eat fish sticks anymore. Since when? That was your favorite. Yeah, 40 years ago. That's the point. Your family and friends will always feel as though they know you and they put you in their box. So anything that is outside of that norm, they just don't want to hear it. So this is why they don't always support your endeavors because they think they know you. And when you display something different, it messed them all the way up. Not that they don't love you or proud of what you've been doing. They just don't understand it because they thought they knew and they don't. So, yeah, sometimes that is a tangled web we weave. But, you know, you can always pull a thread. I'm just saying. Another reason as to why your family and friends don't always support your endeavors is because, well, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. Now, your family and friends, yes, they love you. And they put you in their hearts and they think they know you. But because they think they know you, they think that they can say anything to you. And sometimes they can't, if you let them. They will always think they can say any old thing to you, whether it hurts your heart or not. And the truth sometimes hurts. Your family is really candid when it comes to that kind of stuff. At least if you have one like I do. Oh, okay, I see you bought that new outfit. Do you really think orange is your color? You kind of look like a jack-o'-lantern. And as if that's not supposed to hurt your feelings. Or, well, it's really cute that you're doing a podcast, MT, but if a lot of people aren't listening, then why are you doing it? 
Perhaps you should just either change it, scrap it, or come up with something new. Well, dang. Okay. Thank you for killing my passion. I appreciate it. I truly do. And sometimes the truth so-called hurts. Well, MT, since you've done this and that, you do seem a little uppity. So, mm, I don't know if I want to deal with that. And besides, I haven't did that. I haven't changed. And I'm not uppity. And I have this and I have that. So, hmm, maybe you're just falling below scale here, dear. Perhaps you are. The truth hurts. But the thing is, when you are pursuing your passions and God's purpose, it lets them know, like I've mentioned before, that their truth hurts as well. As I've mentioned before, the truth hurts. And it doesn't just hurt you when your family friends can say anything to you. It hurts them also if the shoe was on the other foot. Well, geez, sis, you could be doing these podcasts and videos and stuff as well. If you would just apply yourself and actually carve out time away from your mirror and into your destiny. I'm just saying, I mean, it goes both ways. So the truth hurts. And when they see you doing something that they're not doing, because brothers and sisters, let's face it, your family and friends have the same goals, dreams, aspirations as you do, but you're pursuing yours and they are not. And it hurts. It hurts to see that you're moving on in places that they wish they can go. That truth hurts. And when you're hurting their truth, they do not want to truthfully support your endeavors. Another reason as to why your family and friends do not support your endeavors is because, let's face it, brothers and sisters, your relatives, your friends, they're not your audience. They are not your target demographic. They are not your audience. They are not your consumers you know who are strangers strangers are now i know that sounds great but let's say you come up with some makeup let's say that you have a whole makeup line your family your friends well you would think that they will be the ones that support it and put it on their social medias and wear the makeup and guess what my cousin did guess what my sister did look what my daughter did but they don't always do that because they're not going to continuously buy from you because you're the family. So if it's not a discount, it's supposed to be for free because family and friends think that because they're close knit relatives that they are obligated to get your stuff for free. So yes, that's for the masses. You go ahead and sell it to them. You supposed to give me a goodie bag every time you do something and they do it. And when you don't, they get mad. And that's the thing. When you have a product or something like that, your friends and family are not going to do it. They're going to either want it for free or they're going to discount it, which ultimately takes their money and profits out of your pocket. And do you really want that if that's what your business is? Now, if you're a family and, and friend and you are really supportive and you're, hey, I'm putting money into it and I'm wearing the makeup and this and that, then great, absolutely fabulous, wonderful, could not be more proud of you. But your family, your friends are not your demographic, but strangers are. There are people out there who do not know you from a can of paint and just think that you are interesting enough and have a great product that they want to try. If you are passionate about what you're doing, if you are wearing the products yourself, if you are speaking from it without the intent of making money, that is going to resonate with new people because they don't know you. 
They don't know how you stayed up all night make, mixing their makeup. They don't know how you have wiped out your savings and tried to get the distributions going. They don't know all of that and they don't care. What they want to know is if that product is going to enhance my beauty. That's what they care about. And your strangers have a, they have a wide angle lens on that type of stuff. They don't know your background. They don't know your story. They don't know that you have dropped out of school six times before you got your degree and came up with this wonderful product. They don't know and they don't care. But your family and your friends, they think they know, which is why they care a little too much, but not enough to pursue your endeavors. So that's what it is. Don't always take that personally either because those are not the people that you're trying to reach. You're trying to reach the masses and the masses extend well beyond your friends and your family. So yeah, they're not your consumers. If you have a product, if you have a show, if you have a home, if you extended your family, great, but they're not the ones that's going to consume it either. So they're not the ones that you're trying to get to watch it. Especially, let's say you have a YouTube channel on automotives. And if half of your family members and friends don't drive, then they're not going to benefit from automotives. That's just how it works. And that's just how life works sometimes. If it's not related related to them, excuse me, if it's not related to them because they're not the consumers, that's just what that is. So... I've had a family member tell me that um, I mentioned it in the last episode. Well, your show, I lost interest in it because nobody want to hear about that weight loss stuff. Correct. You don't want to hear about that weight loss stuff. But there are millions of other people who could benefit from that and know that they're not alone when they're on that weight loss struggle bus just like me. It's not about you. It's about my story and how I can help someone else. Possibly. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. But it's there for when you need it. So brothers and sisters, your family and friends may not support your endeavors because they are not your audience. They're not the people that you're trying to reach. You're trying to reach the masses and not the immediate family. And the last reason as to why your family and friends do not always support your endeavors is because they don't see the rewards yet. Yet. Now, they see your hustle. They see your grind. They remember all the times where you asked this person for two or $300 so you can pay the, the distribution off or whatever so they can get your product. They remember all of that stuff and they know all of that, but they don't see the rewards in it. It's like, well, if you have a YouTube channel or, or if you're going into real estate, I don't see you living in a big lavish house. I don't see your show. They're not talking about you on live television. So why would I support anything that I don't see anything from? It's like, if you're not making a ton of money, if you're not making those kind of moves and where people are saying your name, then they're not interested because if you're not benefiting the masses, how in the world are you going to benefit them? This is what your family and friends are sometimes thinking. And that's thinking, thinking. That's just so mean. But it all takes time. Like if you're really passionate and really honest about what you're bringing out there to the universe, it's going to take time. There is no such thing as an overnight success. I just don't believe so. Now, some people may get lucky and have lightning in a bottle. Yeah, sure. But overnight success, no, it doesn't come that way. So let's say you're in real estate. If they don't see you living in big lavish houses or selling big lavish houses to people who have the money to buy lavish houses, then they're not going to support it. They're not going to support it. It's like, well, how are you going to 
live in a one-bedroom apartment and then selling houses. That don't make no sense. And that's how they're thinking. That's exactly how your family and your friends are thinking. So again, don't take that personally. They just don't see it. But best believe when the day that yet comes and they start to see it, what's the first thing your family and friends going to say? Ooh, girl, I knew you when. Ooh, I was your first supporter. I'm the one that put it on my social media first. Remember? Yeah, girl. That's we. I was with you from the very beginning. I'm your day one. Oh, yeah. You're going to see them. You're going to see them. They're going to come right around the minute that they see you blow up a little bit or when that dinner is on you and you break out your black MX. Oh, girl, I knew you was going to make it. I knew it. I saw it from when you was a little girl. Right, right. Sure you did. Uh Uh-huh. And you know what I say to that? God bless you. And thank you for your services. And that's exactly what I do. And I just keep it pushing. So what is my takeaway from all of these reasons as to why your family and friends do not support your endeavors? Well, it can be tough when the people that you love the most and the people who you think are supposed to be there for you forever do not always be there for you. Sometimes they drop that ball. Sometimes they kick it across the room. And it's really hard when they do that. But you have to remember three things. One, just keep doing what God told you to do. I always say that scripture. Do not be weary and well-doing for in due season you will reap a harvest. However, you shouldn't do anything just because you know the harvest is coming. Absolutely not, because it takes work. I mean, just ask any farmer. It takes work. They may plant a seed in January and the crops may not come to next spring. That's just how it works sometimes. So just keep going at it. If this is an assignment that God told you to do, then you are obligated to do just that. That's just it. Because ultimately, God's ears and his purpose is all that matters. Two, eliminate your expectations. Don't expect anything from anybody. Just don't think and assume because you're doing something really great that can help mankind as a whole that they're going to just be on board. Because we have to remember that your family and friends, they have the same free will as you do. And they are not obligated to you. They're obligated to the same God that you're obligated to. They are obligated to oneself if you're not a believer. So they don't have to. They just don't. So don't expect them to. Because when you put expectations on people, even if they are close relatives, you're going to be disappointed. Because they don't have to. They don't like what you're doing. They don't support it. They don't understand it. Or they think they do. And then you trick them by switching things up. Just don't expect anything because that way you will not be disappointed. And if you don't have any expectations, you can't fail. Simple as that because you'll keep doing it. You'll you'll focus on doing the thing versus the results. So no expectations. Eliminate that out of your vocabulary. And last and certainly not least is consider those criticisms as compliments because there was a wonderful pastor by the name of Manny Arango, who in his sermon said that God does not test what he does not trust. So anytime you get a backhanded compliment or criticism, just take it as a full compliment because that means that you have something for them to say anything about. 
and having something is a whole lot better than having nothing. So, well, okay, so you don't like my hair. Okay, well, at least I have hair. You see what I mean? Someone else likes it too, if it's not you. So that's fine. But I like it. And that's what matters to me. So yeah, I'm going to leave you with that, brothers and sisters. Keep doing what God told you to. Eliminate all expectations. And make sure that you consider all criticisms as compliments. Because that means that you have something going. And sometimes the enemy, when they see you doing well and you're not weary Oh, he has to abscond it somehow. He has to shake your foundation. He has to move it around a bit because he doesn't like that. And believe it or not, the enemy, he sees your progress. He sees your blessings before you ever will. But sometimes God will test your endurance to make sure that your faith still stands. So brothers and sisters, I hope you enjoyed this last installment of this series is all relative and those reasons please 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 come on back and sip and chat with me every week twice a week i will be here whether you like it or not i will be here and why because i love you and because my daddy god says so so until next time stay blessed and i love you ah, bye Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning into the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, check me out on Wisdom for live sipping chats. Feel free to rate, comment, follow, and subscribe to the show as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. Until next time, stay blessed.